0: Stay tuned for Love Talk with the ladies, Evelyn Kathy Perry. Love talking today about the legacy of love today. Thank you, Gabby. This is Evelyn Deggson. We're in the studio here. And it is a wonderful day in the capital city, Boston, because we have the two, three love ladies together today. Good morning, Miss Kira.
1: Good morning, Miss Evelyn. It is great to see you today and be in this studio right here in between Christmas and New Year's. What a glorious, glorious time it is here in the capital city. We are building bridges of love and leadership here on Love Talk with the Love Ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader and on the line today we have our beautiful friend Miss Kathy Enderbrock who's battling off a little bit of a cold today. Thank you so much for joining us today Kathy.
2: Hey it's great being with you guys this morning and I do listening friends. I am so sorry my voice is kind of funky. I actually feel pretty okay. It's just my voice is a little bit off but I'm looking forward to Um, Looking back with you guys and checking in and reaching up and and getting ready for the new year together with you.
1: Absolutely. And Kathy hit the nail on the head there. Today, since we are heading into this new year, Miss Evelyn, Mm -hmm. your 88th trip around the sun. I love it. We are looking back at -hmm. 2018, checking in with some things that we're proud of, some things that we maybe are not so proud of. And reaching up to Jesus, mm-hmm. to God, to find out how we can make 2019 even better than 2018. What are some things we need to reflect on? Romans 12, two, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You know, as I was getting ready for this show today. This verse just really spoke to me, ladies. uh, You know, as we we look back on 2018, this verse says that we want to test. We want to test some things. We 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 look back so we can discern. Now, Miss Evelyn, you're the wordsmith. But doesn't that word mean kind of pick apart, look at? um, Use
0: it's it's a use a unity of putting things together. You're right. Yeah.
1: So we look back so we can discern. We can really look at it. To determine what was good, what was acceptable, mm-hmm. what is perfect in God's eyes, and if there's things that in 2018 were not good, were not acceptable, were not perfect in God's eyes, how do we how do we move forward? How do we check those things in, and how do we reach up? And move forward. So I'm super excited to talk with you ladies today. Friends, this show, uh, you'll get to learn a lot more about Kathy, a lot more about Evelyn, a lot more about me today <laughs> as we reach back into 2018 and we reach forward to 2019. Well, Miss Evelyn, happy new year. And are you still trying to decide about writing a new book? What, what's going on on the, on the book front there, Miss Evelyn? Well, we're praying. <laughs> okay. That's good first step.
0: You know, there, there are some things that we We've got to um, uh, put together, you know, it's a matter of um, connection and getting the approval. We've not signed a contract yet, but Van is really excited about the title. It's Love Walking and Love Talking with Jesus. Mm Because he says, if you've done anything in your life, you've done that. And so I thought, you know, that is so true uh, because it is a walk. Uh, it is a message that we have that we need to share with the world in which we live. And so, you know, it's, um, th- that's one of the things that we are praying about as we go into the new year. Second thing is we have the most marvelous uh, theme for this coming year for National Day of Prayer. And so uh, on the first week in January, we'll get with the governor and plan his schedule and then move on from there. And so, you know, it's uh, our theme of this year is love one another. Love one another. And Jesus says, "How are you going to do it?" He said, "Just like I've done it." Hmm. And so there are a lot of things that are going to come on the table during this year on the calendar as well. And you know, just um, uh, just looking back and looking forward, and there's some things we've learned this year. One is, I'm going to take better care of Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: Miss Evelyn. Now, friends, listening friends, Miss Evelyn moves at a pace that I like to describe as lightning speed. Um, you know, she's packed in this little bitty body, and, and she moves so quickly. And sometimes, Miss Evelyn, you've learned that maybe you just need to slow down one step.
0: Well, that is so true. And, and you know, when you have physical, uh, and I don't call them deformities, I think they're just a little bit navigators. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, Kathy, you may think of this day as being a navigator, because mm-hmm. uh, the Lord does give us the direction for which we need to go. And how what his plans are, and sometimes it takes a while to sort that out. And you know, we'll have about three weeks. The first weekend is in January to begin to do that. And I know Kathy, with with your ministry, uh, you probably are looking at the new year and thinking,
2: God, what are you going to do now? What are you I, we do absolutely now? we are. I mean, what 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 have you done, Lord, in two eighteen that you want us to build on? And is there anything that we need to change directions with that we've been doing in twenty eighteen and that was for 2018, but it's not for 2019. I, I think that's navigating uh, where the Lord would have us go, navigating the waters that we're in, the times that we're in, mm-hmm. and discerning what his good and perfect will is. I think that is what this time of year is all about. And, Evelyn, I love that you are not a woe is me kind <laughs> of gal. You are definitely like a watch out kind of gal. So I I just love being your friend and getting to talk with you every week because Uh-oh. it kind of just puts the wind in my sails as, as I'm navigating where I'm at. I hear
1: you, Kathy. I second that. I tell you what, it's always a delight to be in the room with Miss Evelyn. Weird. um you're gracious. <laughs> she's very humble as well, my well, friend. Well, there's just
0: times that, you know, my man, when you get as old as I am, and you know, it's old, Van doesn't like that word, but and I don't use it around him, but when you begin to look back and see what God has done, and how it's lined up so much with the plan that he has for others, it's exciting to get older, Uh, and this year has been one of some uh, boo-boos and bumps, and I'm paying the price for that, but uh, in and ability to do things. I have to rest more. But, you know, it is so exciting that I just think, Lord, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Isn't
1: that a great way to live, Miss Evelyn? Um, what, are, what are you going to do next, Lord? And that's exactly where we're going today, right? I think a lot of times when we reflect on things, we reflect on it and then we leave it there, you know. But as we embark on a new year, I want us to take time to reflect, to renew, to ask questions, mm-hmm. to seek answers, maybe you're, gonna, maybe you're just embarking on a relationship with Christ. Maybe you've been walking with Christ for 40 years, and you're looking for a deeper relationship with your Lord and Savior. I think that it is absolutely imperative to understand that we all need to do a little bit of self-reflection as we begin the new year. Now, gals, I have a confession to make. I am absolutely the worst. About going to the doctor I, I literally. <laughs> I've seen the best.
0: They call me
2: all I, <laughs> I have lived: Sorry.
1: I have lived in Georgetown since 2002, and I do not have a primary care physician. I, I don't. I, I am horrible wow. about going to the doctor. and Kathy, I have to tell you that you kind of spurred Ashley and I on to take better care of ourselves in 2019. Now, we've been in good health, and so we haven't needed doctors. And so that's, that's been a really wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, when I was pregnant, I did all the prenatal care. Of course, I'm going to take care of my children way, way better than I take care of myself. And they have their doctors. Um... But as far as Ashley and I, we just we haven't done a great job of having regular checkups and all that. But when we were with Kathy this summer, even though we spent such a brief time, Kathy talked about Eric going to the doctor and how he was just mm-hmm. feeling so much better. And and just just those words really kind of spurred us on. Um, and so thank you, Kathy. And, and and listening friends, you'll be happy to know that both my husband and I, we have Doctor appointment's already scheduled for January. Ooh. We are embarking <laughs> on this new journey and we're going to get everything checked up, right? We're going to get our heart checked, our cholesterol, mm-hmm. our blood pressure. Uh, we're going to have all the blood work done. We're going to get it all checked up. Mm-hmm. So, why wouldn't we look back at 2018 and try to give a checkup to this year, <laughs> yeah. right? Put some things, perfect. give our spiritual lives a checkup. So, Kathy, you know, it's, it's interesting. When we go to the doctor, they ask us all kinds of questions, right? Shouldn't we do the same with our spiritual
2: life? Exactly. When we go to the doctor, they say, they ask us all these things because we want to know, hey, is what we're doing working or is what we're doing not working so much for us? Are there some issues? Are there some changes that, that need to be made? They ask, do you smoke? Do you drink alcohol? Have you had any surgeries? Do you exercise? And if so, how often? And they ask you to reflect on what you're doing, how you're managing your body, how you're caring for your body. And then they, they help you look at ways to manage your body better and to care for your body better. And today, we're going to ask ourselves these same questions for spiritual reflection. What have we we've been doing? Have we been doing it? How often have we been doing it? And is it working? Is it something that God would have us do? And what do we need to be doing differently to care for our spiritual, uh, our spiritual lives?
0: Well, you know, Kathy, uh, it's not hard to do that. It's just a matter of taking some time to sit down and evaluate you know, where we are in life. Uh, and you do that in the health area, but you want to do it also in the spiritual area. And so when we look back, we're going to check in with the Lord Jesus and find out, reaching up, what it is that he is blessing us for to do in the new year. But we've got to look back to see um, with, you know, the anticipation of knowing that and seeing that and some of the accomplishments and, and the good things, the fun times and the failures, the disappointments, joy and laughter. And so it's important to look back. Um, that way we could strive to make some changes in the new year and make adjustments in, in our reactions and our behavior, our, our attitude, and our actions. And, you know, we do that when we take a picture of, of who we are. And Second Chronicles 13.5 uh, says, examine yourself. You know, that means go to the doctor if you need to. That's examine right. Examine yourself. See whether you are in the faith. You test other yourselves. And you do not know what Christ, Jesus, is in your life in your heart unless, of course, you uh, fail the test. Mm-hmm. So what is that saying basically saying? Paul is saying here: examine yourself, take a picture of your heart, and begin a new operation. That's what we do at the first of the year. We, you know, everybody makes the New Year's resolutions, and the number one should be, I mean, number one thing to do in the new year is to sit down with the family or a, a husband or wife or sister, if there are bad relations or things that need to be corrected, and really come to an understanding of what it is that we need ourselves to examine. You know, Absolutely. We blame others, you know, husband, wife, children. You know, we can't do this because we have to stay home this week, you know,
1: mm-hmm. whatever. Well, absolutely, Ms. Evelyn. It is so important to look back to check in and reach up. And, friends, when we come back, we're going to ask, ask ourselves some questions about how we can enjoy this new year. What can we do differently? When we look back, check in and reach up right after these messages right here on Love Talk. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You are listening to the Love Ladies. Miss Evelyn Davison, I am Coach Carrie Brinkater, our beautiful friend Kathy Indebrock on the line. So great to have you today, whether you're listening on 1120 AM, whether you're listening on 101 FM, or whether you are listening to the Bridge app. What an awesome, awesome way to hear the Love Ladies. So glad you joined us today, and you are here for a reason. Are you ready to look back? Are you ready to check in, as Kathy said with Dr. God? Are you ready to reach up and allow him to bring change into your life if that's what's needed? So as I was preparing for this show, there was an article written by Don Whitley, a pastor, back in 2011, and he asked some thought-provoking questions as we look back on the year and um, examine kind of how we did as we look back for our checkup for the year now girls first question of the day in light of our verse that we read second corinthians 13:5 examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith test yourselves so Kathy what is or I'm sorry Miss Evelyn let's go to you first what is one way you can increase your enjoyment of God this year
0: well, I think it's we look at life as a joy journey. Huh. And joy is we've said before, it is Jesus over you. Mm-hmm. We had to look at it that he's got a plan and that we need to be tuned to him here at the bridge or in the grocery store or wherever we are to the extent that we can see him working and um as he works then that gives us the focus and And the features that we need to look at as we journey with him because he is the great provider. He's the fixer. Mm -hmm. He's that one that gives us the foresight and the energy and even the dedication to do those things that he has called each one of us to do. And the number one thing that he has called us to do is to two things, actually. One is to pray for each other, Mm -hmm. and the other is to walk with him in a way that the world can look at us and see that He is real. And so, you know, one way we increase our enjoyment is spending time with Him. Mm. You know, it might be five minutes here and ten minutes there. We don't have to just take off a half a day and every week and unless that's what God calls us to do. And so it is supposed to be a joy of journey, and we have to seek that.
1: So seeking a ways to... Mm-hmm uh deepen your relationship with Christ, Miss Evelyn. Like you said, it doesn't mean that you have to go in your you know, in your closet for thirty minutes. Um you can do that in the grocery store. You can do that um when you're in your car. Um when you're not listening to love talk, you can be talking to God. Right? Um just there's so many different opportunities I think that we miss. Um, as we travel on that joy journey to actually deepen our relationship with Christ. All right, Kathy, Miss Evelyn says that she's going to seek out different ways to deepen her relationship with, with Christ. Now, what about you? How are you going to increase your enjoyment of God this year?
2: Okay, this was a, this is a tough question. And I really appreciated, Carrie, that you kind of gave us this question, uh, before this morning so we could have tom- some time to think about it because this is really, a very important question is, am I even enjoying God? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, so where's my level of enjoyment? As I'm examining myself, as I'm examining everything in 2018, how much have I enjoyed being his, his daughter? How much have I enjoyed being in his presence? How much have I enjoyed being in his word? Like I just trying to figure those out on a one to 10 scale, you know, for me is. Um, has been really thought-provoking, and something that I've really come to realize is that I need to get outside more. There's this incredible scripture in uh, 1 Chronicles 1631, and so that's that's kind of back in the New Testament, and it's, uh, it's this um, book of the Old Testament that chronicles all the kings of Israel. So there's 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles, and in 1 Chronicles 1631, Um, There's this verse that says, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice and let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, the heavens are the heavens are happy and the earth is rejoicing and they're the heavens are always glad and the earth is always rejoicing. And 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 they're telling everyone that the Lord reigns. I need to get outside. And I feel like so often I'm in my house, I'm in the grocery store, I'm in my car, I'm at an appointment in a building, I'm in a coffee shop, and I only get outside for these brief moments or, you know, maybe um, when Eric and I go for a walk together, obviously we go down to the river and we're outside, but I, I can't think when the last time was that I went outside by myself to spend time with the Lord and just to be glad along with the heavens and to rejoice along with, mm. with um, the the earth and, and to remember this principle and to say this principle, to announce it, that the Lord reigns because Eric and I are in this really unique moment right now. And, and I think so many times we don't appreciate how fleeting moments are. And there are these times in our lives when we actually have the, the understanding that where we're at right now is never going to come again. And so we're realizing that with Aaliyah, with our oldest, that we have this one last semester with her in high school before she leaves for college and our our family is is changed. I mean, we go from having three girls in the house, from having our whole family together to having one in an entirely different state. Mm -hmm. And um, so we are realizing that this is a beautiful season, this moment that God has given us these last few months. And we want to really pursue them with joy and with love, and um, really cherishing every moment. So, I, for me, that's that's my thing. My one way to increase my enjoyment of God this year is I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna when I go and see my doctor John in Georgetown, we're in his office. Mm-hmm. But I think God's office—I don't know that it's in a church. I think God's office might just be outside, and I just want to go outside with. Dr. God or Father God mm-hmm. or, you know, the lover of my soul and get out there with him and spend time with him and enjoy him outside. That,
1: Kathy, thank you so much for that. I I, I love that. I love that you started kind of by, by turning that question around. Am I even enjoying God? Um, wow. Reflection is, is so great. Um, Lamentations 3 verses 40. Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Oh, Miss Evelyn, let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Okay, here's my next question, Miss Evelyn. I'm going to throw it to you, and then I want you to throw it back to me. Um, Do you have any regrets for 2018?
0: Do I have any regrets? Yeah, that I have uh, not had as much family time Mm -hmm. as I would like to have. But it's not my choice; it's theirs because they're young. You know, we had this year we had three new great great grandbabies, and they don't live nearby. And mm-hmm. you know, when I look at it, I I would think that we would be able to do more uh, in going and uh, I mean being with them, and it just has not worked out. So mm-hmm. anyway, we'll all be together for Christmas for for the for the new year as we move from Christmas into uh, into. You know, get happy. Every day. That's right. <laughs> That's why you know uh, the first day of January is be happy. God gives us another year to serve Him. Mm-hmm. But you know these these are quite challenging questions, and and it makes me stop and think about you know what is it that we need to know our due uh, when we have a regret. And mm-hmm. so we take a you know we just look. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. That's the first first helper. Mm-hmm. Second one is look back, you check in and you reach up and be transformed by the renewing of what?
1: Of your, your mind. mind. And you know, Miss Evelyn, for me, that's you know, as we look at that question, do we have any regrets for twenty eighteen? I think for me in 2018, I kind of noticed this pattern of me getting uptight about things. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit too stressed, for lack of a better word, which is silly. Um, and, and I, I've come to realize that it, it, especially when I'm stretched really thin, and I think my family plays, probably pay, takes the brunt of this. And so as I as I analyze and look back and, and check in my behavior,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think my regret is that I've noticed a bit of a pattern of selfishness or harsh reactions to things that I need to check in in 2019. Um, I've actively pursued over the last couple of months ways to kind of just breathe. When I'm about to, you know, get frustrated with something, um, and choose my words a little bit more carefully, mm-hmm. uh, I have a tendency to be reactionary, and I think this is a a function of my career, right? As a coach, I have to react to things all the I agree time, with you. totally. And so, but I'm not. I mean, I am coaching my family, but it doesn't have to be so reactionary. I can pause, and I can breathe, and I can choose my words more carefully, and I have to understand that my tone matters, my body language matters, uh, the inflection in my voice matters, my choice of words. All of these things are very important. And my sweet kids, they have feelings. And, um, I, I, I have to be very careful. Now, I think I've told this story before on Love Talk, but, um, the year that my kids turned 13, I enlisted the help of family members to write notes of encouragement to them, oh. Bible verses, funny memories, jokes, whatever they wanted to. And they all sent them to me. And we got, uh, you know, one for every single day of the year that they could open. And that isn't that fun? And so Logan is in his 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 year this year. And so every day he's been opening something from a family member. And, of course, Ashley and I have tons in there. And there, I walked into his room the other day, and this is what he had on his wall. This was from Ashley and I, and this was one of our notes that he had written to them, to him. And this is the only one that he's hung up. And he's almost 14. He'll be 14 in January. So he's had all year. And this is the only one he's hung up. And this is what we said to our boy. We are far from perfect. But just remember that every single day we're doing our best to be the best parents we can be. When we mess up. Thank goodness God gives us another uh, chance yeah. tomorrow. And I am so I was so touched that he put that on his wall, just reminding him that we're not perfect, he's not perfect, and thank goodness God gives us another chance. Oh, friends, do you have any regrets for 2018? We probably all do, but how we manage those regrets is of utmost importance. What verse and what question will we look at next when we return to Love Talk right after this? Hello, friends. Welcome back to today's Christian talk. You are listening to The Bridge, and you have found the love lady. So grateful and thankful that you are here with us today on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. And wherever you are listening all over the world, God has a plan for you. And we're so glad that you joined us today. We are looking back, checking in and, and reaching up, up Miss <laughs> Evelyn, we got to reach up, girl, both hands, um, because the Lord has great things in store mm-hmm. for all of us, and many times we just have to reach up and find out what it is. And sometimes it's change, you know, with the different stages, it is change. And
0: the same old routine you can't follow anymore. There's a new change.
1: There is, and it's okay. I think some of us are. Um, worried about change we don't like change we (laughs) like things to be the same always but change doesn't always have to be a bad thing Mm -hmm. and change can absolutely be a good thing And that's what we're talking about today we've asked the questions already is what is one way you could increase your enjoyment of god this year and kathy kind of turned that around and said am i even enjoying god i'm going to really look at that and search for that um what are some of our regrets for twenty eighteen and how do we plan on changing those for twenty nineteen? Mine was just to breathe a little bit more and to um not be so reactionary mm-hmm. about things and to 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 really listen to the heart of my kids and my husband. All right. Here's our next verse, Miss Evelyn, Kathy, Romans twenty I mean, excuse me, Romans twelve verse two. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. God wants us to be different, friends. He, he never said that a Christian should look like the girl next door. He said, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And here we go again. Then you will be able to attest and approve What God's will is all of these verses that we've talked about today are talking about testing, testing ourselves to see if this if we're walking in God's path, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. Okay, Kathy, what's the single most important thing you could do to change the quality of your family life this year?
2: Okay, well, so part of that I think God has kind of taken care of because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he has allowed us to have Eric take six months off. And so our our whole family dynamic is going to kind of shift because Eric's going to be here. And it, it already has shifted a little, little bit at the, you know, at the end of November, 1st of December, he went to um, all of Faithy's basketball practices and helped coach. And, um, and, and he has been the one who's been waking up with the girls in the morning now and making them <laughs> breakfast. And it's just really cool. It's like, um, all of us now are, are here. All of us are present. And, you know, we've always had this really great connection over family dinners. That has just been something that we, I was raised that way. Eric was raised that way. Mm-hmm. And and so we've just always done it. We've just always had a family dinner together. And so I thought, well, okay, if I'm going to improve something, then there must be something that is 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 missing or something that is off, something that's conforming to the pattern of the world and not conforming to the pattern of the family of God. And um, You know, we've always gone to church with our girls on Sunday. We love, love, love going to church together. We love worshiping in church and hearing that message and being a part of the church family. And I thought, you know, with all of this time together, I don't know how often um my girls actually get hugs. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, in the morning, we're so focused on making sure that they have uh, their school uniform and all of their books and their lunch Is, is that already getting them out the door on time? Because Aaliyah, she's a senior. She drives them to school every day, drives them home from school every day. And then when they get home, we get their homework done and we sit and chat. You know, how much homework do you have? How was school today? You know, we get all the latest school goings on. Um, but then we don't really have intimate kind of conversations And I thought, gosh, you know, it seems it seems like family life so quickly can become this artificial thing about keeping a schedule, making sure you're there on time, making sure everyone has what they need, and yet we're not giving them what they truly need, which is that love and affection. And, you know, we definitely use words with our girls, you know, we love you, have a great day, God bless your day. But I was trying to think how often in this last week, have I actually hugged every single one uh. of my girls all in the same day? And I could not think of a day where I, each of my girls had gotten a hug for me. Mm. And, you know, I thought, well, I sat down to bed with them and said, good night. And I, you know, I held their hand, but as far as a really good hug embrace, I don't know that, that I really do that. And so for me, that is, the, the two things that I'm going to do to improve the quality of family time in 2019 is I'm going to make sure I'm hugging each of my girls every day, and um, and Eric, I'll include Eric in that. Although I do <laughs> hug on him a lot, but um, but I'm gonna make sure I get it in every day. And then I'm going to ask more intimate life questions. So rather than how was school and what homework do you have, I'm going to focus on hey how is this semester going? How are you feeling about life? How are your relationships going with so-and-so? You know, what do you think of what happened with such-and-such? And And ask more of those deeper inner questions rather than just the daily grind kind of questions. And so that's – I love this question, Carrie, because, you know, I I don't think we have to beat ourselves up and go, oh, I'm doing something awful. I need to do better. Sometimes we can go, hey – you know, wow, God, thank you. You're helping me to get a lot of this right, but what am I missing? And, and He's just so gracious with us. You know, He doesn't beat us up. He just points us in the right direction and sheds light on the matter. And I just love that about Him. So, and Carrie, thank you for asking this question.
1: What a beautiful mm-hmm. picture, Kathy. Thank you for that. I, I, wow, we could certainly use that in my family as well, because you're right. Do I, hug my kids, really hug them every day. Um, Logan really enjoys hugs probably way more than Mackenzie does. She's not a huge hugger, but she could use it and she could just um, suck it up, right, and get that <laughs> hug from me. I think for me, um, improving the quality of my life is really celebrating the differences in our family. You know my kids are very different. Um Mackenzie, we we just call her Z, she's always on top of projects. She's not a procrastinator in any way shape or form. Like she, Mama. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> she um she always has things done early. She has a very serious personality. She um doesn't laugh easily. Um, she's just very serious. She's a thinker. She's an analyzer. She's a processor. She's a question asker. Um, very introverted, very logical thinker. Whereas Logan, he's my big personality. Um, he doesn't analyze things like Mackenzie does. He just kind of takes things at face value and moves forward. Uh, always wants to be around friends, um, Uh, you know kind of lives his life as larger than life um Ashley my husband he's a compartmentalizer you know Mm -hmm. he's got boxes if he's in his work box he's in his work box if he's in his play box he's in his play box and he has a nothing box he can absolutely (laughs) be doing nothing and that's really it and um wow I mean we're all so very Mm -hmm. different and what a joy because Miss Evelyn if they were all like me <laughs> that would be really a crazy household if they were all like Ashley. That would be a crazy household. So, just celebrating their differences, mm-hmm. and not, you know, not looking at uh, the personality differences, differences as a negative thing, but celebrating right. that. Yeah. That Mackenzie's a thinker. That Logan's, you know, uh, just looking at the next fun that he can have. Right? Marty. That's okay. And actively seeking ways to connect with each person. So I think what Kathy said really resonates with me as well, that, you know, asking them questions that resonate with them, mm-hmm. right? For McKinsey, that's going to be more logical thinking and putting things together for Logan, you know, um, how was the social aspect of school today, those kinds of things. Um, and that things don't have to be my way. And that's okay, um, because they're going to want to do things their way, and that's okay. So just really celebrating our differences mm-hmm. and finding ways to celebrate those differences is really important for me this year. So, Miss Evelyn, let's quickly move on to our next question. You'll only get to answer this one before the break. Let's look at our verse, Psalm 119, 59 through 60. I have considered my ways. And turned my steps to your statutes. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands. So, what this verse says to me is that I need to look to God to turn to his ways and his statutes, right? So, Miss Evelyn, what's the single biggest time waster in your life, and what will you do about it this year? (laughs) Well, it's
0: the phone. (laughs) You might know. It's just. I leave my cell phone here, I leave it there, and then, you know, they all pile up. But, you know, I think that um, that's part of, uh, I don't want to say the aging process, because Van doesn't like that term, but I think it's more coming into the line of acceptance. Uh, You know, we used to do a lot of just uh, big events uh, with family, uh, and as our family has grown and moved, uh, then, you know, life changes uh, as that happens. Uh, Just with our children and grandchildren that are here in Austin, we used to do dinner at night. And uh, when babies came along, they had to go to bed at Mm 6. So we changed it. And so I think one of the things that's important is being willing to change for the times in which we have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if we're looking at yesterday totally and we don't look to tomorrow, then,
2: you know, it gets
0: stagnant in that regard. And so one of the things that we've done is we do Saturday morning uh, chocolate chip pancake.
1: Oh, and, I and, love it. Yeah, and, yum.
0: And it's a uh, okay. You got uh, you riding horses today. Uh, we'll be here, and then the pancake thing will be ready between say ten and twelve, or ten and one, or sometimes ten and two. We have breakfast together, and it's a come and go thing. And so it's not nearly as um, oh, personal as it's been in the past, but it's just what God's making it to be today. And that's the answer. What is it that we need to give to him that we've been holding on to that eats our days away?
1: Oh, absolutely. What beautiful memories you're making, Miss Evelyn. Oh, friends, when we return, we have a couple more questions to ask ourselves as we look back, check in, and reach up from 2018 to 2019 right after this. Hi friends, you have found the love ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, Miss Evelyn Davison and Kathy Indebrock here as well on The Bridge, Austin, today's Christian talk. Looking back, checking in, reaching up from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen, James 1, 22 through twenty four says Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says, it's somebody that looks in the mirror, looks at their face in the mirror, and then after they leave, they forget what they look like. Miss Evelyn, this verse is so convicting because we can read Scripture all day Mm -hmm. long, right? But it says don't just listen. You've got to do. And there's so many times in Scripture it says pray, pray for each other, pray for each other, pray for each other, pray, pray, pray. Miss Evelyn... Who will you pray over this year in 2019? I'm going to pray over our nation mm. uh, as a whole. Uh,
0: as far back as I can remember when I was like 16 years old, I started every year choosing a life verse. We, do, we went through that period. You've got to have a life verse, life verse. And so uh, I chose one that I have lived with just continually. But every year, I think I have about six Bibles that I have gone through and written in the front my my goal for nineteen ninety eight or my goal mm. for, uh, 1920, or for nineteen twenty or for 2019. And the one I've chosen this year is out of Book of Mark, and it's Mark thirteen thirty four, and it's this: "A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another." How just like I love you, not like I, how I loved you, but how I love you. The Lord is present in every part of our lives, and he wants to be in a relationship. and He wants it to be a relationship where we listen, we learn, we look past yesterday and move on to the future. And I think in our nation, that's what we've got to do. We've crossed this nation this year with National Day of Prayer. That is our call to prayer. It's, uh, it is from um, John thirteen thirty four and it's, it's something that's almost impossible to do is to love a nation that seems to be going downhill. But God tells us we're to pray for Israel and we're to pray for our own. And so that's my my, my focus is going to be this year. Love one another, and that's hard to do sometimes, just like Jesus loves you, and then his love never changes.
1: Wow. Pray for our nation. And in, as you said, Miss Evelyn, our families are so important in this call to pray. Um, Kathy,
2: who are you going to pray over this year? You know, the thing that has gotten my attention this year that I really did not know very much about previously are the Christians all over the world that are are. Uh, fleeing for their lives, that mm-hmm. are hiding, you know, just like the Jews did during the Holocaust, um, that are just being murdered by, you know, villages and mm-hmm. and you know Christians being sought out and murdered, and so I just praying for the the safety and the protection of my Christian brothers and sisters that are in the Middle East, that are in China, that are in North Korea, that you know. In you know even in in Russia you can't you can't bring a Bible. Mom and Dad were recently in Russia. They wanted to uh, give a Bible to some very dear friends of theirs, and yet you can't proselytize in Russia. And and so, uh, you know, it's just praying for um, those individuals who have accepted Christ, and then praying for those missionaries who are over there. That could be here back in the states, living large and and living an easy life, and yet they're choosing to go into these places and and share the word of God and to share the light of Christ. And um, yeah, I have a missionary friend who wrote and and she said just she asked me if I would pray about some dental work that needed to be done. Um, that one of her her teeth had broken and she was she had gotten super glue to put her tooth back in her mouth Mm. and uh i I it was just unbelievable to me and so just praying for them and being aware of of uh the sacrifices that that they're making to go and share god's word it just moves me to do more um where i am at to not sit back and and just feel blessed and do nothing about it, but yeah. for me to go and, and reach out and share the light that, that Christ has given me with, with those around me, with those family members who don't know him. So, um, just a more active prayer life with what he, his kingdom is doing, not just right here where I'm at, but over, over the seas and over the mountains. Wow. Um,
1: For me, I, I have two people that have really been pressed upon my heart. I have a really good friend. He's a former coaching friend of mine. He just recently retired. And, you know, if you didn't know this guy wasn't a Christian, you, I mean, you would just think that he is. He volunteers his time everywhere he loves people he's constantly around people he's constantly serving people he just wants to help he's he's not a guy who's in retirement like sitting around at home he's out serving in our community but he doesn't know jesus and we often have coffee and we just sit and talk about life we we just laugh and say we're solving all the problems of the world um but I, I, it's just on my heart to continue to pray for him um, and because I love him so dearly. He's such a good, good man. Um, and Jesus is not far. He's not far from his heart. Um, but uh, just keep talking and keep planting those seeds. And then we have a a family member who's in need of uh, a lot of prayer right now. He's found himself in an addiction situation where he's just uh, struggling. He's in his early 20s, and he's just struggling, and um, we haven't spoken in a a long time, not for any hurt feelings. We just have not uh, reached out to him. He's not reached out to us, but we know that he's hurting, and he's back um, in town, and um, I just feel that the Lord is just pressing on my heart to just continue to pray for him fervently, um, that he'll seek help and that he'll really be able to reach out to God, uh, reach up to God in this time to to find answers. So those are two people that I really have been just pressed upon my heart. Uh, my heart's a, a little bit heavy for them. Okay, ladies, we just have about uh, just a few minutes here left in our program today, but I want to get to our last, our last question of the day. Miss Evelyn, if you had to choose one word or phrase to pray over this year for you and your family and to embody as you walk through 2019, what would it be? Well, it would be
0: the scripture that we've, Dr. Ronnie Floyd has chosen for our nation, and that is that um, you, um, a new commandment I give to you. And this is not an option. As Christians, we have got to love others. Mm. Uh, a new commandment I give to you, love one another. How? Like I loved you. So my journey is going to be, how do I find new ways to show those that are not lovable, more of God's love. That's gonna be my challenge for the year.
1: Miss Evelyn, beautiful. Okay, Kathy, what about you? What word or phrase are you gonna pray over you and your family this year? What are you going to embody as you move
2: into twenty nineteen? Just the light, just being the light. There are these two scriptures in Matthew five fourteen and John one five and it says you are the light of the world in Matthew. And in John it says the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Mm -hmm. Eric posted this um, thing on Instagram. It's a picture of a match. And when the match is not lit, it casts a shadow. But as soon as you light that match, it does not cast a shadow. And so we want to cast no shadows for our family this year. We just want to be the light that God has us in the place that he has us.
1: Wow. Okay, Miss Evelyn. So yours is to love one another. Kathy the light. For me, Miss Evelyn, I'm stealing a page out of your book. For me, it's joy. Mm. You know, I tend to have joy when I'm around others, and I tend to have my best self around others. I want to bring all of that joy. I don't want to just bring my leftovers to my family. I want the Lord to fill me up every single day and have that Jesus over you mentality in all facets of my life, every single turn, every single space. Um, And uh, Jesus over you, and you've also said, Miss Evelyn, that it's jesus others you Mm -hmm. and so for for all of us these as we move forward and we look to 2019 as we looked back to 2018 as we checked in some of our behavior and we reach up as we go into 2019 let's review our questions listening friends that we've talked about today what's one way you can increase your enjoyment of god this year what are some regrets that you've had in 2018 and how do you plan on changing those for 2019 and it's just it can be simple things simple things taking a breath before we speak what's the most, single most important thing you can do to improve the quality of your life your family life in 2019 Kathy said she wants to just wrap her girls up in hugs that's brilliant It's brilliant for me to celebrate the differences in our family, for Miss Evelyn to understand that the time is different this year, but it's still quality and it can be absolutely beautiful, even though it's different than the ways that it's looked in the past. Who will you pray for this year, friends? Will you pray for our nation? Will you pray for our missionaries who are seeking God's face every day and come against all kinds of pushback will you pray for those people in your life that need Jesus will you look around you to your neighbors to your friends to pray for them and to pray for ways that you can actively plant seeds in their life are you going to pray for yourself? Are you saying, I don't know who this God is. I don't have a clue as to where we're going. But, Lord, I like what these ladies are saying today. And help me find you this year. Friends, Tomorrow's a new day. You have a chance to worship in God's house tomorrow. I pray that you would find a church. I pray that you would seek His face what will you do as you look back to 2018, as you check in, and as you reach up to God? How will you live your life in 2019? Thank you so much for joining us, friends. We love you. For Miss Evelyn Davison, Kathy Underbrock, I'm Coach Carry Brinkater. We'll see you in 2019 right here on Love Talk.